now transmitting the Mint Condition Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 279 of the Make-A-Dish podcast right here on Podbean, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you listen to your podcast, that's where you are right now and that's where we are. I'm Scott the Boss Savage along with... Wade Wade. And... The sleepy one, Joe. And I apologize for the echoes. Uh, I am recording in a uh, different environment than I'm used to. He's recording in a tunnel. Um... He's in the cave level of Goldeneye. (laughs) Today's a very um, inhabited day at my house. Uh, My mom is home from work, uh, and Caitlin is in the middle of a meeting as of this recording. So I've decided to take refuge in the family dining room. Oh, boy. So, uh, again, I do apologize for the echoes. And if that bothers you, well, you should have invited me over. It's not your fault, Scott, because we usually record on Sundays, but it's Monday morning uh, because I decided to take a vacation uh, yeah. and decided to stay an extra day, and I was like, let's do this Monday, because I'm off yeah, Monday as like well. Yeah, waiting for the last minute, Howie, sir. Well, we kind of, the thing is, we only had Friday night booked, but then like the hotel was like, we have this room for the same rate for Saturday night, and I was like, ah, let's just do it. Because I did bring my laptop, and we could have done an episode in the hotel, but there was talk of hot donuts in the morning, so. Which sounds really dirty after I said it. Yeah, hot donuts. Called that's fractured prune. That's good. that's good for anal. Well, fractured prune used to be right here by my house. Yeah. Yeah. Then the then the people who bought the area or bought the the location they changed to something else. This is before it became Pollo Depot, and like they kept the sign up, thinking it would attract people there. But then when you go and you're like, hey, can I get some donuts? They're like, oh, we don't have donuts. We have Pollo though. No, no, no. Pollo Depot completely got rid of it because they're smart. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah. So last night at well, yeah, last night. I'm sorry. I'm so used to uh, I'm so used to this being on on the normal day. Uh, last night was WWE Backlash, which could be the greatest pay per view ever. I'm just gonna say it. Could be. Hold on. What could be the greatest wrestling match ever? So what you're saying is later in the show, this is gonna be the greatest Backlash review ever. I'm not saying it will be. I'm saying it Fuck it, we're gonna say it. The greatest wrestling review ever. ever. Okay. Um, but uh, before we get into anything like that, uh, I just wanted to give a quick little uh, 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 acknowledgement to something I've uh, been really excited about 
And I wanted to talk about it on the podcast just real quick, just because I'm really happy. So as some of you listeners may know, I'm a big time Power Rangers fan. I've been a Power Rangers fan since the beginning, since uh, I was a kid. And ever since I would say maybe like I was a teenager when I discovered how it was done and the fact that it's actually a, sh- uh, a, a meta series called Super Sentai from Japan that each that different seasons get like cut up and repurposed and edited into a whole new series. Ever since then, I've kind of always wanted to dip my hands into that and, you know, get to see that part of it firsthand. And uh, for the longest time, it was kind of hard because there wasn't a lot of translation. Um, the Internet wasn't what it is now. And um, I did a lot of I did a lot of digging. I did a lot of searching. And I was actually finally able to find some reputable and not so reputable sources to be able to finally watch the entire run from 1975 until today. And um, I'm in the middle currently of the first series, uh, Go Ranger. And I got I just want I just wanted to bring that up uh, just because, um, you know, I think as especially like nowadays, I think we just need to have any kind of positive thing that we can. And, you know, just being able to do something I've been wanting to do for a long, long time is just really, you know, really special. And uh, I'm having a blast. So uh, if uh, if you'd like to do that yourself and don't quite know how to find these sources or um, anything like that, you know, shoot us a message. I'll be happy to uh, share them with you. And, uh, you know, spread the uh, spread the love. Also, um, all of my sources, if you're interested, have other shows like Power Rangers. So if you're interested in Kamen Rider or Ultraman or any other like lesser known uh, program like, you know, like that, uh, I've got sources for that as well. So if you want to, if it's something you want to delve into, just message, hit me up or message the podcast. I'll be happy to share those sources so you, we can share the love of tokusatsu as it's known. Well, but what about Japan. Johnny? What about Johnny and his flying robot? I believe they ha- uh, one of my sources has it. Uh, I can't say for sure because I haven't done too much digging, but they've got a lot of stuff I've never even heard of. So I'm you really sound like a journalist. One of my confidential sources uh, may have access to that. Well, well, I covered outside the service. Back to you, Joe. It's one of those things where I don't really want to put it on the podcast because I guess <clears throat> technically speaking, what they're doing isn't what you would call kosher or legal. But by that we same, we token, don't promote that. But by that, that's why I'm not promoting my sources. Wink, but wink. By, but by that <laughs> same token, spend five minutes talking about it. But Let's go on LimeWire. I do feel that, like, you know, the demand is there for it. It's just, I think... They were putting them out on DVD for a while. Well, um, well, that's the thing. Shell Factory's been doing it, and they're still in the process, but the only problem is is they're starting with uh, Jew Ranger, which is the one that became Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. But as far as the ones before that, I don't know if they're waiting till they catch up with with Power Rangers, and then they're going to release the pre... the You know series before Jew Ranger, but this is, but, um, like I said, this is a great way to like be able to find a lot of their shows and, but really tap into a genre that people don't talk about in the the tokusatsu or special effects genre. And I know that does encompass a lot of things, but primarily it's used to describe shows like Sentai, Kamen Rider, Ultraman, and there's more than just those three. 
uh, in Japan, just as there was more than just Power Rangers and VR Troopers and Beelborgs back in the day. And they also have the show that became Beelborgs as well. So, but like I said, if you're interested, please message me. I'm happy to share it with you. Just, I don't want to get anyone in any kind of trouble publicly. And uh, I like what they're doing. And, you know, like I said, there's a demand for it, but I guess the cost doesn't, the cost doesn't add up to what they feel the demand is. I know uh, Toei has been releasing some of their shows on uh, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, the only problem is, is they're not translating it. They are, however, they're leaving it open for people who want to translate it. So they're making it available to translate. They're just not translating themselves, which to me is kind of a cop out. Um, but I mean, it's better than nothing, I guess. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, I just was just really stoked about that. And I just want I just wanted to talk because I don't know if I'm going to have another opportunity to talk about it. And it's just I've just been really giddy about will, being able to do something yes, that I've been doing for so long. You're right, Scott, because I will forbid you from talking about Power Rangers forever now. Well, no, it's just been t- however, however big or small the Power Rangers fan base is that's listening to this. I, I have to assume the Super Sentai portion of it is he is an even smaller slice of pie yeah but speaking of pie which is numbers which is math which math is used to make machines and machines are used to play electronic games they announced the new xbox and the new playstation guys yeah oh before that you it? yeah oh before that uh i am getting about one thing scott what are you getting about uh that's in the morning which means butt stuff uh they put, they put a lot of stuff on netflix but mostly, they low-key just put on, like, the first 130 episodes of One Piece on there. Wait, oh, you talked about this oh. before. Huh, was that? Are they dumb? You talked, you talked yes. About, you talked about them putting One Piece on Netflix before. They, they talked about, I talked about the live-action One Piece. They're going to do a live-action movie or show uh-huh. for One Piece. I'm like, that's not going to work. But, yeah. but... They put the first 130 episodes. It's all dubbed. Uh, I will say the weird thing is if you put the subtitles on uh, for dub, they play the Japanese subtitles. Nice. So it's really weird uh, because they're not the the right words. Um, uh, But yeah, and also the aspect ratio is a little weird. It looks a little too zoomed in a little bit. Yeah. But... It's probably to fill the screen because people yeah. are like, I don't like the little bars. Yeah, so it's like, it's from the start to the Alabasta saga. So that's a good way to stop it, I think, right yeah. there. But after Alabasta, because that's where everything gets really AKA, good. AKA one tenth of the show. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, see, after Alabasta, the show gets gradually more and more better as it goes on. So, it's like, after Alabasta, I feel like people are going to want more. Also, apparently, Yu Yu Hakusho is going to be on Netflix next week, too. It's actually funny that you say that, because if they do see that, and they do want more, but they don't want to wait for Netflix, if you have a Crunchyroll account, every episode of One Piece is on there as well. Yeah, it's so also, also on Hulu. Like, also, if you don't like the um, the aspect ratio of the Netflix version, and you've got a Crunchyroll account, um, you can watch it in the traditional, like, stand, like, original uh definition there's no no english dub uh funimation might have one because i know they've kind of worked together they they did but i can't say because i don't have funimation uh the hulu for a while um they do have 
the dub, I think, up to the recent episodes. Now, I can't speak for Funimation in the last couple of years. That could have changed. But when I had Funimation, they had it up to the current episode. Uh, in the fu- up in English. The Funimation, uh, and I think it's Hulu as well, where uh, they only have English dub if it's released on the DVD Blu-ray edition. Like, you know how they re- you know how I remember Dragon Ball released a season? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's well, how I do it. So they're, still, they're still behind. I think English dub is now on Dress Rosa. The, they, the English dub is a little behind from the sub. Uh, the English dub should be a little further in that because they were in. I could have sworn they got the dress rosa back when I was watching it more often. Uh, oh. Like they might have just got there. I'm googling now. But the the manga was when they were at Whole Cake Island. Well, the manga is now like. I think the third act of Wano. Yeah, so Wano. I would say the dub should be up to Whole Cake Island. Um, but like, let's say like, try it out. The first hundred thirty episodes are on there. Uh, I I really love the first hundred thirty episodes personally. Yeah. Um, Alabasta kind of slows down for a while. Um. That, that one's it's, not, is... it's it's not as bad as it gets, like with like just the slowdown, because it just feels like every now and then, like when they get into these giant arcs, they just kind of spin their wheels for a minute. Like Dressrosa and Thriller Bark and. Uh, most of the long arcs, uh, Sky Island has it. Skypea, um, yeah. Yeah, it, it'll just it'll get to this point like they're doing all this great. Um, like world building and culture building for for each area and then like then we spin our wheels for a while until like the main conflicts and we start getting into the fights yeah. later yeah and but there's always that spin your wheels for a few episodes and it just gets longer and longer depending on how long the arcs are yeah but I'll say the show does get ridiculously better as character wise and battle wise. Oh hell yeah! I've watched like, the first few episodes on Netflix. The first few I've watched them in years. They're just and so they're, much fun though. And they're like, what? This Luffy guy has these these devil fruit powers I never heard of. Devil fruit? They're apparently they're a secret. And you're like, no. Once you're like episode one hundred or whatever, everyone has devil fruit powers. It seems. Yeah, when you get closer to the Grand Line, everybody knows what you're talking about. They're like, guys, it's not a secret code anymore. Yeah, everyone has a double for power these days. The but secret yeah. thing. Yeah. But there's people like, I never even heard of Devil Fruit. Oh, that's crazy. And you're like, oh my god. How well, there's also, like, because, again, he is, he's got the, the rubber fruit. Um, you know, there's only one of each type available at a time. Yeah. He's gonna die before the next rubber fruit is is made. Yeah. So, and we know that because a certain character did die. Sad face. Um, I'm just yeah. the entire show, Wade. <clears throat> I'm not gonna say who because everyone has a fucking devil for power. Just, just let him know that Frank died and that you know it's, he came back as a zombie and now he's all rubber. It's he it's, rubber it's literally okay. it's literally the saddest thing in the whole show. Yeah. Wait, there really is a character named Frank. There's Frankie. 
Yeah, there is a character named Frankie. He's part of oh the. Oh my god, I was just picking that up. Frank is my go-to fake name. He's part of the, the. He's like a cyborg. He's like a. He he keeps adding machinery to himself, and he's like the the boatswain. Like like he he um he fixes their ship. But he also has, he also has a pompadour. That too. He has like a Johnny Bravo pompadour. But Joe, can he cry? around in his underwear. Yes. Can he? Can he cry? I, I believe he does. He, he does cry, yeah. Yeah. Good. He hasn't lost all his humanity. That's the one thing I worry about with dudes named Frank when they turn into robots. How, how much humanity is left in the man. Brooke might be the only one that can't cry, but he still cries. Yeah. He has no eyeballs, but he still cries. <laughs> I like that. He probably can't cry, but he cries. Yeah. Well, he has he's no still... eyeballs. I see, yeah, I see eyeballs. He has no eyeballs, but I do see him cry. Do pirates cry? Not too much, because if you have a devil fruit power, you can't swim. What does that have to do? Was not being able to swim have to do with crying? Well, if you cry so much and it fills up a room or whatever. Remember, Scott, this is anime. We you <clears throat> can fill up a room with tears. Yes. Yeah, I know, but like, aren't they out in the open sea? <clears throat> that's that's the drawback of a devil fruit. If you if you eat a devil fruit, you get these awesome powers, but if you but you lose the ability to swim. Which is why. Uh, no, no, they could cry. <clears throat> the, they could cry the big anime Which tears. Is why like Shanks is so badass. But what happens if you eat the swim swim fruit, where you can swim? Well, I guess you can swim. That's your only. That's your only power. You can swim, so you're a human. That's real fun. <laughs> do you still have the? Do you still have the powers of the fruit that took away your ability to swim? No, that's your. If you have the swim swim fruit, you're pretty much your power is swimming. No, no, no. But what I'm saying, so so, so you eat the swim fruit, you take away the power that the previous fruit gave you. You know, the fruit that took away your ability to swim. No, so no, no, no. But there's only been one guy who's had two devil fruit powers. Yeah. You can't eat two devil fruits. Yeah. Why not? It will explode. Will you die? Yeah. Yes. Will it go but, right to your thighs? The right one that before can, you die, yeah. The one that can get two, the one that could get two devil fruit powers, they have a loophole on why yeah. they can get two devil fruit yeah, powers. He, he doesn't he doesn't eat two devil fruits. They're first the basically it, it's a devil fruit that can steal. Is the loophole that the uh the script <clears throat> allows it? Yes. Also <laughs> it's a vile piece of shit. Um but I don't want to spoil that for people because once you meet that character, you're like, oh, that character's cool. And then you realize, oh, he's a vile piece of shit. The new video game consoles are, were announced. Can you believe it? There's some originals that look cool, like the Oddworld game that you showed me looked pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Oh, by the way, Hitman 3 is not a remake, Scott. Yeah. It was a Hitman 3. But it's not a remake. How is it not a remake of Hitman 3 if it's Hitman 3? They did Hitman 1 and 2, and they're not remakes. I have both of them. What do you... No, there already exists a Hitman 3. I know, Scott. You're not You're not explaining yourself. You're literally just saying it can't be a remake because there's already a 1 I, and 2. It's. I'm not saying it can't be a remake, but I'm saying it isn't a remake. Then why is it called Hitman 3? They started a new series with this new publisher. Well, why didn't they just make this one just called Hitman? Because they already did that, Scott. They did Hitman 1. Like, they did a Hitman and a Hitman 2. This is Hitman 3. This is the third one in their series. We have two Hitman 3s. Why can't we have two games just called Hitman? 
We do. I think it's more Scott. I think it's more of like, is it? I'm not familiar with the Hitman series, so I don't know. Is it more? Is it it like the? Is it? Is it like the Tomb Tomb Raider series where they they split off? No, no, guys. um, Okay. I I feel I thought Scott already knew about this. Um. So you remember the old Hitman games where I think they they started giving subtitles. I remember one, two, three, contract and blood money. Those I remember. And at Blood Money. Then, um, if they made any other ones, I don't remember them. Blood Money's the last one I remember in that series as well. When they got picked up by a new publisher, like somebody new is making Hitman games, they started the series as Hitman, Hitman 2, or Hitman 2.0, and now they have Hitman 3 is what they just announced. Well, why did they call it Hitman 3.0? I don't, I don't know. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, chronologically, it's so freaking confusing. Where, yeah, I I thought you knew about the new Hitman games. Because I I knew they did episodic stuff. That's what it is. So is this just episode three? It's, no. Each one had, like, four or five episodes in, in the game. Now, see, this would have been a great situation to do like call so, each one like hitman, hitman episode two and episode three and then they, they should have done, done it season one season two and then this would have been season three yeah it's like i get what the thing is i get what they're trying to do they're trying to streamline a new timeline for for people who have played the game and already know about hitman and new people i totally get that and i respect that but you gotta also do it in a way that isn't confusing to the people who already because again so many people are probably going to turn away from this be like oh i don't want to play a remake of three only to realize oh it wasn't a remake but yeah um, hitman four is already out so but like yeah because um i i went back and bought hitman one and two of the new series with the episodes um they they came out huh I said such a simple game, but yeah, such a weird chronology. Yeah, yeah. Because I, like I said, I thought you had known of, you had known about the episodic ones. I knew about it, but, but I didn't they, know what they were calling it or yeah, anything. They called it just they called it Hitman, and then it was like the episodes. And then the I next one was Hitman it. Two. The thing is, last time I heard about it, Episode One hadn't even come out. That's the last I've heard or seen of it. Was before you would, episode one I came think you would really like it. Like, because you like well, the old ones. I like the Hitman series. Now that I know it's a whole other timeline, you know, and I've got PS3, 4, 3, and 4, you know, I can definitely play those up to it. What's really fun is, um, I, I don't mean to take over the podcast to talk about the Hitman games, um, but what's really fun is uh, you, you get, it's basically... They have the episodes, and they have a story arc going on, but largely you're replaying the missions almost like Super Mario 64, but with, like, different objectives, and there's, you can start in different places once you unlock them, you can start with different equipment once you unlock that stuff, but you you have to do, you have to perform the objectives to unlock all the other stuff. You can start with different costumes. Like, there's one where, like, the very first one is this, like, ball, like, 
party thing, like for um, it's like almost the uh, Zoolander like model party in this big mansion. <laughs> and one of the costumes you can unlock is like a clown costume. Like it's it's really like I. I was skeptical at first because I tried Hitman back in the day and I was just not that great at it. These are so much fun. I I I think you guys, I think both of you guys would really enjoy them if you like stealth games. Well, no, I'm a big I'm a big stealth fan. Like I did like uh, I did play Hitman three and Hitman Contracts. Never got to play one and two, but I did play Hitman three and Contracts. Um, I'm a big Metal Gear Solid fan, and I also really like the um uh um. What was it? Uh, not Siphon Filter. Um, Rainbow Six. Uh, God, what was it? No, 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 no. Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell. Love Splinter Cell. The first yeah. three games were perfect. They are I, the perfect stealth games. I'm telling you, you guys, like, it's just... Because Hitman, like, it takes itself so seriously, but you can do so much wacky stuff in it. Which is the best. And, like, there's one where you're at a NASCAR track and you can, like, uh, be the mascot. Like, you could take his costume. <laughs> like, it's it's so much wacky stuff you can do. I promise. <clears throat> if you get a chance to get the, um, if you get one of the editions, get, like, the, the one that has everything. Okay. The game of the year kind of editions. I think, I think you guys would love it. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> well, yeah, they love it. They as far a lot as the consoles themselves, like there's two things I'm curious about that would change my might change my mind right now because right now I'm waiting on reviews before I make an actual decision, and I'm also waiting on price point. When I first see it, and based on the price point of the last system and like how much, you know, I would think they would want to start high on the next one. I thought it was going to be closer to a thousand. Just because I remember they always talked about these much higher price points than where they end up at. And then the last, like, the pro systems that they just came out with, they're like $400, $500. So I'm thinking it has to be more than that. You know what I mean? Yeah. If it's $500 for the, for the new PS5, um... And based on the titles that they've announced so far, I honestly think that's not a horrible deal. <clears throat> yeah, and well, that's $500 is probably the most I'd be willing to pay for it, just off <clears throat> hype for the system itself alone. Mm-hmm. But well, again, it's also a matter of the games as well. Like, <laughs> if the game, because, like, that's the thing. You you can it's have like a good a good powerful console, but if your game if your starting games aren't very good, you know you've you know, you gotta wait until like some other stuff comes out to really, because that's a lot of money to put down on a gamble. Definitely. You know what I mean? And here's the thing: you put down that money, but if the games suck, you're gonna be pissed. I feel like there's, I feel like five hundred is a good price because they know you're gonna buy a game. You're probably gonna buy an extra controller. You're probably gonna buy a headset. You're kind, you know, you're probably gonna buy all that stuff because I mean, they just they haven't announced the they announced the bundle. They showed the system. Um. The PS5, I think it's the Spider-Man Miles Morales, is black with red lights. And now, I'm is like, it oh, a bundle or is it just a, 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 a limited mm-hmm. edition console? Does it actually come with the game? I'm not sure. Like I said, they just showed I the picture of it. I can't imagine it wouldn't. <laughs> it well, would they, come I with mean, the game. They've done it. 
They have co- they have done it. It would come with the game, I assume. I, I, I would assume it comes with the game. Digital or physical version, I don't know. But there's also real. there's the, there's the also before you go on, Scott. You said digital. There's also if you in case you didn't watch it, they announced there's two editions of the console: standard and digital. Digital is uh, like, I, apparently there's people who don't use disk drives, so digital might be what they want. It's probably going to be cheaper. Yeah, I have a too. theory. I have a, uh, a feeling about doing digital and, and disc versions. I'll explain in a second. Um, but one of the things I was just going to say real quick was I think it would be in both of their best interests. And I'm not talking like a full game, but I think they really should have with this one should bundle it with some kind of pack in like maybe like a mini game collection or something to really show what these consoles are capable of. Something like when the when they came out with the Wii and they gave you Wii Sports to show it yeah, off. Yeah. I think. In this day and age, I think that's a good idea. Xbox Three Sixty did it as well in that gen. PS uh, PS Five on the thing they actually showed. It's called Astro's Playroom. Astro is that little like robot for PlayStation. You know that little robot character. He no. looks like he looks like uh God. What's his face from uh, uh Toonami? Um, this you uh-huh. remember the Sack Boy for uh-huh. Little Big Planet? Yeah. Well, there's a robot guy just like him. Yeah. Uh, so they, they announced Astro's Playroom. Before. They announced Astro's Playroom, which is basically like <clears throat> like you can do many, many games. It's also kind of a platformer. It's going to be preloaded with the console. Well, that's good. I was going to say, that's good. Because I remember Nintendo, yeah. something if you can't afford a game, but you can afford the console. Yeah. You're not spending five hundred dollars and then you're just looking at this thing until you can afford a game. The, yeah, the, I remember that <laughs> that used to be the case where you would just hope there's a pack in game or you're just like, Hey, I got this thing I can't use. You got yeah. a DVD player. Well you could put a blockbuster back in the day. And I mean I guess you could use Gamefly, but by the time you set that up and utilize it and everything, you probably got your paycheck and you can go buy a game. But um I thought because when when the PS5 announcement came, it seemed like it was like everybody talked about the Xbox Series X as if it had been ancient news. Um, but I did find out about the Xbox Series X and read up <clears> on <throat> it. I think the, honestly, as as complicated as some of these consoles are going to be for this generation, I think it's going to come down to the simplest thing. I think it's going to come down to who has the who has more originals versus who has the better originals? Because you can have more, and, but if they're not good, that the quanti- quantity over quality. But it's going to come more in the console <laughs> exclusives rather and, than the multi multi platform. And I think you can also, if you are looking for a jumping off point, target a specific kind of gamer. Like you have your Halo series, so you want like it, it would almost be a natural fit that maybe Microsoft should target FPS people. You know what I mean? And start trying to figure out ways to bring better quality FPS games to their system as exclusives. And Or, or perhaps, you know, I don't know. It, but yeah, um, but with the PS5, like, again, how many games they were like, yeah, we had these up our sleeve for the last like six months. Yeah, we've been working on it like probably longer because there's some games coming out 2020. Because so just, it's like they oh yeah, and, and they're just like we we we're ready to go like 
suck on that, Microsoft. <laughs> and, I, and it's I, just like, it's all these premier titles that people have either been waiting for or their sequels to, you know, huge hits. Like Spider-Man My- Miles Morales. I was not seeing that coming. Crazy. I, as Crazy someone who that's loved, coming out so fast. As someone who loved the the most recent Spider-Man, the one for PS4, like, I was like, they'll probably do Miles Morales down the road. Not fucking two years later. You got Hitman 3, which is the new one in that series. Um, Ratchet & Clank, a new game in the Ratchet & Clank series that is essentially going to be their tech demo game. And also... It's- it also Ratchet and Clank usually like those games rule usually, yeah. and it looks amazing. And there isn't interdimensional. Yeah, they, they've done space, but they haven't done yeah, interdimensional. Do, like where you can hop into different dimensions, <clears throat> like nuts. Um, what else did they, you said? Odd World. There's a new Odd World game coming. Uh, Gran Turismo it's, Seven. And there hasn't been an Oddworld game in forever. There has been a Gran Turismo game in forever. You know, Last of Us is getting a sequel. Uh, what else? Uh, yeah, Gran Turismo 7 looks ridiculous. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn is going to be oh, Horizon yeah. they got Forbidden a, West. Yeah, they oh, got a, by the way, they, got a sequel. they finally announced, they finally announced Duke Nukem Forever is finally coming out. Oh, here's one that Scott... Wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on, guys, I'm getting word, I'm getting word. Oh, it already came out, <clears throat> and it sucked. Here's Sorry, one. guys, here's I got, one for I got you. Here's one from you for you, Scott. If you're talking about sequels, uh, uh, Resident Evil. Yeah, Resident Evil Eight. Dude, that looks nuts. Well, that game looks nuts. They, they're not even calling it Eight. It's Resident Evil Village or Resident Village or something like that. But the yeah. logo, but the logo is like the Roman numeral for Eight. Yeah. It's yeah. just like Resident Evil made the Seven. If there's something I've learned about this world, we don't care what you want us to call it. We're gonna call it what we call it. Yeah, WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but one thing I wanted to get into before we uh, before we wrap up the console talk is I did have one concern, but it's not a big concern. It's just one of those things where having worked in retail, I, I dread and feel bad for people who have to deal with this. So I really hope that with how they have a disc version and a digital only version, I do hope they advertise it very clearly and distinctly, as well as when when they're giving information to their the employees of these stores they pay close attention to that because i could see that being an issue where parents not knowing what they're looking for they buy it they they get these discs for their kid and then they find out oh shit i got the digital only version i didn't know there was a digital Mm -hmm. only version you know and then the and well the people at the store didn't tell me that there was a digital only version like I can see that happening, but as long as Sony advertises it properly and not just in commercials, but on the box itself, yeah, I can't. It's one of those things where I can't put the blame mm-hmm. on them for it. I don't also, think it's a, inherently a bad idea. I just think it would be in their best interest to really like hammer in that the digital only one is digital only. Well, there there is a difference. Well, retailers will have the skew, but for the if you're not obviously looking at the skew, if you're a customer. Um, you could tell, like, because you could see the, the, the standard edition has, like, kind of, like, it's not a straight line. It kind of loops, because that's the disk drive. The digital doesn't have that, so it's just a straight line. Wait, do you think a parent that thinks Mario Kart is on Xbox is going to be looking <laughs> at a straight line or a curve? Come on, Wade. You're getting, I, I, I'll respect you for that. You're giving them a lot of credit. 
But trust me when I tell you, no parent who doesn't give a two shits about what their kids are actually into is going to notice that. And that's my problem. Also, that, uh, that's what I think is going to happen. But again, that's on the parents for not doing the research. But also, I, it's just something I, I just wanted to bring up because if anyone's yeah. listening, I just want you to be ready. Yeah. If you work in retail and sell consoles, I just want you to be ready <clears> for that situation because I've been in similar ones and it sucks. I do have five final thoughts, just final things that before we close. Um, you got to mention Demon Souls remake for Mike because Mike loves the Demon Souls stuff. <clears throat> Demon Souls is fucking awesome sorry scott <laughs> but I, I didn't say it was bad i just said if you're into this you're just a masochist well I, i'm sorry for the the f-bomb drop mm. um that's okay we've all done we've all done one everybody gets one and that worked it like and what i saw from what they're putting out it's gonna be cool man um there's also a game called destruction all stars uh it, it's basically twisted metal but for if you like Rocket League and uh, what's that? What's that game? The Battle Royale game, Fortnite. It's a very Gen Z Fortnite looking like twisted metal. So it's meme racing. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and then there's <clears throat> there's a one game I'm gonna buy the fuck out of uh, Stray, a cyberpunk adventure where you play as a cat. I mean, I'm gonna play the fuck out of that. Uh, also, there's a lot of, if you notice, Scott, I don't know if you watched the whole reveal thing. There's a lot of perks. The whole episode, you said the F word like three times now. There was, uh, there was an effing, um, a lot of furries. I'll bet. I don't know if you watched it. It was like a, something called, like, what's it called? Goodbye Volcano High, which is like, well, it's not furries, but it's a lot of dinosaurs going. It's like very kawaii looking. It's weird. Uh, but last thing, Scott, Oddworld Soulstorm will be on PS5 and PS4. Okay. So that's one game you don't have to get a PS5 for to play. Yeah, because I like the Oddworld well, games. I played. Um, I played a. I I have the first two on my PS4. Um, I play. I beat Munch's Odyssey on Xbox. I love Stranger's Wrath. So going back to going back to this is gonna Oddworld is gonna be fun. Can I give a little anecdote? Sure. Um, sure, give us an anecdote. So, when I bought a PS4, um, I was planning on getting Cyberpunk 2077 because it was uh, it was announced at that time. And um, here we are. It's still not out. Come, it's supposed to come out. It's supposed Played to come it. out this fall. It's supposed to come out like last month, but they pushed yeah, it, it back su- to fall. Yeah, it was supposed to come out this year earlier, um, and um, here we are now. They just announced the PS5 in time for holiday. It's going to be on that, I think. And uh, my PS4 doesn't work, so now I have a conundrum. <laughs> <laughs> And what I did find out is that PS5 is going to have at least PS4, um, at least limited PS4 uh, backwards compatibility. There it is. I feel like they could because, you know, they run on Blu-ray discs. Now, that's that's one reason for me to get it because that would condense a lot of 
And you can get rid of your PS3, which is now no longer being supported by a lot of apps, as I have found out. Yeah. So yeah, yeah now, now they've really got me in a big conundrum. <laughs> Do I spend... $400 on a PS4 Pro, or do I just wait and pay at least $500 for a PS5? I mean, are you getting PS4 to play Cyberpunk? I have tons of other PS4 games, Wade. Okay, well, I was going to say, if, you're, if you want to buy, if you want to, if it's specifically to play Cyberpunk, you got to get it on PS5, but the engine, yeah. like, well, you no, got to I- get it. If it's backwards compatible with PS4, you might as well just do that anyway, because you can play all your PS4 games and the PS5 games. But here's the thing. I th- one of the words I saw in there that's a red flag, it says limited. And so I don't know I don't know how far backward they're going to let us go. But you're going to have to do some research there, Joseph. Yep. Now I got, I got things I got to do. Yeah, well, guys, this could be the greatest console generation ever. But last night, we bore witness, and I know I can say we because I know all three of us watched it. We saw what very well could be the greatest wrestling match ever. On Backrash. In one of the most mediocre, kind of boring pay-per-views ever. Yeah. So last night was Backlash 2020. And um, if – is I – if it was, it was, I'll say this. It would have gotten, as far as I'm concerned, it would have gotten a D rating if it wasn't for the main event. I mean, uh, and, 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 and I'll admit, Sheamus versus Jeff Hardy surprised me. And I kind of enjoyed, and I also enjoyed Drew McIntyre versus, yeah. um, versus Bobby Lashley. But overall, this really could have needed to only be like those four matches. <clears throat> Yeah. Gosh darn it, guys. That was probably one of the best episodes of Raw I've seen in years. <laughs> it was the greatest was the Raw. Best episode of Raw this week. No, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, uh, yeah, I, we must just go through the matches. I didn't want, I, did, I missed the United States Championship match. Well, I was on the pre show. I didn't watch the pre show yeah. either because pre show hasn't mattered the last couple of shows I've watched. In fact, the, two, the last two, I don't even think there were pre-show matches. Uh, let alone. Um, don't worry, Wade. I will let you guys know uh, when I nod out and fall asleep during this pay-per-view. <laughs> so, so, uh, we, so we opened the show, if I remember correctly, with the raw, uh, the raw, the women's tag team triple threat. Yeah. Sasha and Bailey versus the Iconics mm-hmm. versus uh, Bliss Cross Applesauce. Um, and this was. Okay, tell me if you've heard this one before. Bailey and Sasha might be breaking up, and somebody is trying to prod at their friendship, only for their friendship to remain intact by the end of the match. Stop me if you've heard that one before. That sounds like the past three years of Bailey and Sasha. Yeah, this is the biggest will they or won't they, and I kind of don't want them to break up. I like the idea of this, like, enduring friendship. It's refreshing in WWE. Um, I don't know if, if Bailey is just being a really good heel, but goddamn, she's annoying. 
I don't know. I don't know if she's just being a, a, a like a really good heel, or if it's just not working for me. That's it, 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 it's the Karen haircut. It's, yeah. I'm, she's she's being a good heel, Joe. Yeah, she's being a good heel. Give her the benefit of the doubt. Um, I do that. I will say. I was just gonna say, like, because th- and this match kind of is interesting in that respect because you've got you've got three friends. You've got Sasha and Bailey, who are the the best friends of the Horsewomen. You've got Bliss and Cross, who are like the best friends of the non-Horsewomen. And then you've got the Iconics, who've been best friends, who've been BFFs for life. Yeah. So you got the same lifer, You got a lifer, and then you've got the the non-Horsewomen and Horsewomen best friends. And so, according to commentary, it seemed to all come down to who are the better friends, which I'm like, that doesn't help anything, but all right. Uh, um, yeah, because, I mean, you could be the bestest friends, but you also could be su- you could also suck at wrestling. Yeah, exactly. It's not, <laughs> like, it's, not like, it's not like because we're good friends, that doesn't mean we're automatically good at wrestling. I will say I... Champion, but that's beside the point. I've never admitted this same one because it's not really anything to really admit. It's not that groundbreaking, but I just don't like Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross as a team. I never what? did. I always thought it's like this is just a way for Alexa Bliss to turn on Nikki, right? And but, she hasn't, just like this Bailey <clears throat> Sasha thing. Yeah, but like I just like Bailey and Sasha, they have history together. Alexa and Nikki a Cross. Very violent history, Wade. Yeah, but but before that, they were friends. Uh, but Alexa and Nikki Cross are just like this team. They just flew together, and they finally now have matching kind of gear. <clears throat> I don't know. They didn't. I like it, it though. I think I think it's, I think it's refreshing to do something this long term with someone who isn't one of the four horsewomen. I think my problem is neither team is iconic. Well, either way, they didn't win because they suck. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so, <laughs> friends, she goes to say, uh, so Alexa Bliss went to go hit uh, Twisted Bliss. She goes for the pin, but Sasha comes in and rolls her up with the deepest roll-up I've ever seen. It's I swear like God, it was a shoot, man. Like She was like, I, not getting out of this. I said to Kaylin, I said, if that roll-up was any deeper, Sigmund Freud would have written a thesis on it. Uh, basically... Basically, Bailey and, and uh, Sasha are BFFF. All right. So which, means, which means they're better friends than BFFs. All right, but what was next, Wade? Because you've got, uh, you've got the research. I do not, unfortunately. The next match was the second longest match of the night, Sheamus versus Jeff Hardy. It was yeah. 16 minutes and 50 seconds. It was, like I said, it was a pretty decent match. I think what hurt this one was just that the buildup wasn't very good and also a little cringy. It was, it was a rush build, too. If, if I'm just saying, if the build wasn't so cringy and, like, they weren't really trying to invoke Jeff's alcoholism to such an extreme, I think you could have had, a, they, this match could have had a better build, which would have led to it being, I think, received better than it has. But I think both guys put on uh, put on a really good show. I thought Sheamus Sheamus really surprised me at how vicious he was and just all the measures he was willing to take against Jeff Hardy. If I could say anything about the matches, I would tell the two to slow down because you're in a rush. Oh, piss off! 
But um, uh, one of one of the things that really stood out to me is like how and it seems so basic how well Jeff sells his knee and how much that plays into the end of the match. It's almost yeah. like selling and treating it like a real sporting event it enhances the match. Yeah. I also it, it it it's like you know like he can't even get whipped out of the corner and stuff like it's and he just keeps falling and holding his knee and you're like how's he going to be able to finish it off like how's he going to do the swan time how's he going to do any of that stuff i also I loved how his Mr. perfect was it what possessed jeff hardy that night i gotta I, believe i love my favorite thing about the match is jeff hardy's shirt getting gradually and gradually more torn up <laughs> Start yeah. up and he never took it off, which was really weird. I wonder why. Yeah, I the one thing that did freak me out though was the finish. Uh, Sheamus actually beating him with the broke kick. Like, I'm glad. I'm I glad that the... I thought. I thought shouldn't <clears throat> Jeff have won this to like redeem himself? But like, yeah. what? Here's the I thing. It's a matter where we go from here. But here's the thing, Scott. You had okay. So Jeff Hardy wants revenge. We think Jeff Hardy wants revenge because. Seamus uh, Seamus has been exploiting his addictions, but that gets canceled out because Seamus needs revenge for getting piss thrown in his face. Well, I think I think this is going to go to SummerSlam, and I think it's going to involve possibly like because because I'm just trying to think of a new wrinkle they're going to bring in. And I think Elias is going to be on Jeff's side. And then Sheamus is going to have somebody on his side, whether it's Cesaro or I don't know who. Fuck Cesaro, I yeah. I don't think Elias is going to be on Jeff's side. I I wouldn't be surprised if Elias wasn't actually hurt and he was working with Sheamus. But isn't Elias, like, hasn't he been working more babyface? Yeah, but that doesn't matter. They'll switch heel and face, like, at the drop of a dime. WWE don't care. True. Yeah. I mean, I mean, why, why let logic get in the way of a good story? <clears throat> I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. I think it's going to turn into a tag match at SummerSlam. Elias is going to be on one of the sides, and then we're going to have to recruit somebody for the other guy. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, if it's a tag match, I don't know who Sheamus is going to team with because everyone in the League of Nations is no longer in the company. Unless they bring him back. Like the, rumor, like the rumor they were bringing back Nexus this year until COVID happened. Well, I'll say this. If yeah, they bring we need more. Del Rio, then I'm done with WWE. They'll literally take any scumbag. Oh, I don't, think, I don't Del Rio think they will. I don't think they will. I think it's going to be like Cesaro. Or Wade I mean, Barrett. I okay. oh. oh, I forgot about Cesaro. Oh, here's one. Here's someone that could join up with Jeff Hardy. Matt Riddle. So they could still say Matt and Jeff? Well, because Matt Riddle's debuting next week, or actually this week on SmackDown, so... Ooh, they could call it they could call it the Beer Bud <laughs> Connection. Yeah. Yeah, that totally sends the right message home. Uh, <laughs> the next match was the WWE Women's... Uh, Raw Women's Championship match, which is... Um, okay, I fell asleep during this one, guys. <laughs> you missed nothing. Hold on, hold on. Can you hear my mom? No. No. Okay. 
Yeah, no, um, yeah, I fell asleep during this one, guys. I'm gonna need you. I'm gonna need your help. I went back yes. and watched a bunch of it, but I, I, I did, I did fall asleep during this one. I yeah. forgot what match we were talking about. I'm sorry. X versus Oscar. Yeah. Uh, not much to really talk about. Uh, Oscar and her, they wrestled a bit. Um, Oscar dominated a little. Night Jacks dominated a little. Double count out. Here's what I'm wondering: Was that on like? I have to wonder, is that was that on purpose? Because it seemed like Asuka tried to jump back in, and then, of course, she does the hip bump off the um, apron, and then they play her music. I'm not sure. <laughs> if, but... like, it was supposed to be a count-out, and Asuka wins. I'm not sure, but I will say, I can imagine on this week's Something to Wrestle, hearing Conrad grill uh, Bruce and Pritchard about that, and be like, Nijax win the title? No? Move on. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, we're going to move on now to the two-on-one handicap match for the WWE Universal Championship. This <laughs> match lost all my attention. Man, that's I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I'm sorry to harp on this, but I wake up and I see... Miz and Morrison, like in this music video, yes, and I am completely lost <laughs> when I wake back up. I'll put it like this that's when I lost interest, but I will say this after watching the tag team title match, I don't hate the music video as much as I hated the tag team title match. Well, <clears throat> rotation fingers. Well, the music video was like them just being. And on SmackDown, they've been doing, like, little skits. Like, little, like, here's because Miz is a Hollywood star, and also Morrison's been in movies. So, like, we make little skits. So that music video was my favorite part of this match. And then Braun Strowman, the Strowman Express. I like that, okay? I like the Strowman. They're really committed to the train motif. I don't get... I feel like this is brand new. I don't know if it's ever been established on SmackDown or anything. It started... It's a new okay, t-shirt. As a t-shirt design, and I guess they're like, no, we're going all the way with the Stroman Express. But I actually really like it. I like how the pyro and everything feels like a train. You know how, like, it's like the train coming down the tracks, and then when they meet, it shoots up like it's, it's like, out of the front. It's like Diesel. Well, yeah, except with actual music and not just... Uh... So Strowman beat up Miz and Morrison. The problem with Strowman being Universal Champion or any champion is, who's going to beat him? Brock. Roman. That's it. Roman. <clears throat> Brock and Roman fuse. Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Bray Wyatt. Lars Sullivan if he ever comes back. Dude, Boy. I'm not going to lie. I think they're, they're going to wrestle again at SummerSlam. I think The Fiend's going to win the title back. I hope so. It'll be interesting again. And then he'll think, lose it. Then he'll lose it to. He'll lose it to. I don't know. The Rock. Because Attitude Era. Fuck yeah. Um. Yeah. Basically, <clears throat> after the Jeff Hardy Sheamus match, almost every match was boring as shit. Basically, the next two. The, those two matches were boring as shit. Yeah. Because I was gonna uh, say, don't hit on that WWE title match. Uh, the WWE title match was probably my favorite match of the night. Um, uh, I like how like, it starts. Yeah, it was a really like, good match. Bobby's really like, good build too. I love how Vince McMahon, <clears throat> every, it seems like every decade, he has a fascination with the full Nelson. <clears throat> like, 
Masters had the full Nelson. Uh, no, no, no. He full... had the Master Lock, Wade. The ma- oh, sorry, the Master Lock. Oh, shit. I'm oh, sorry. Nobody although, can get out of although, although, I like Bobby Lashley's. Um, Bobby Lashley's uh, full Nelson really looks like it will destroy you. Well, speaking of Especially full Nelson. the body scissors. Yeah. Speaking of the full Nelson, like, that's a move. I mean, a little backstage, a little backstory uh, back with us. We used to do basement wrestling. And you had a move where it was the full Nelson, but you grapevined people. Yeah, the body scissors. And I'm like, that's fucking ingenious. And I'm surprised that, I don't know, is Bobby Lashley the first one to ever do it? I'm sure he, I'm sure he's not. I, yeah, I'm sure it happened just pre, like, national TV, WCW and WWF. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure it was a regional thing back in the like, day. It's such a killer move. And also, he starts out the gates. Uh, I, my only downside, like Buzz Sawyer, dude. My only downside is just end the Lana story. Just end it. Yeah, yeah MVP so much cooler. I know. He's so, MVP, like, he's so good right now. God yeah. damn! I was like, man, I forgot how much I liked MVP. But just interjecting him into the Lashley feud with McIntyre, you're like. Man, like either guy can win, and I don't know if I'd be upset. I'm surprised Lashley didn't win yeah, because from Lashley, he did a phenomenal job in that match. I'm surprised Bobby Lashley did not win because you could easily say it's back Lashley. Stop it. <clears throat> um, but like, yeah, like I like how Bobby Lashley is now like he looks like a contender. Yeah, he's like um Bobby Lashley in his last year of Impact. Yeah, like had all the belts, but it's nice that he doesn't have all the belts. Yeah, and also, and also no MMA, MMA team. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't very good. I I don't like mixing MMA with wrestling, like as far as like MMA lifestyle, because like I don't know. To me, it just seems like all like get automatic heel, but they always want to do it with baby faces. Except when they did team last year with the. Uh, was it like American Top Team or something? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I just think it's stupid. It's kind of stupid for wrestling, you know. Considering MMA fans and MMA, some MMA fighters even hold this idea that wrestling is lame and stupid. So why are they participating? You know, it's just I don't know. I, I but I like this match. I like the stuff that they did. I thought Drew McIntyre looked looked great, you know. Actually, I mean, he this is his first real struggle because even with Brock, he didn't struggle as much as he did with Lashley, which is good because Lashley's a full timer. Um, I thought there was a lot of lot of great back and forth. I thought, and and Lashley, I mean, Lashley beat the shit out of him for a lot of it. I especially liked when uh, Drew was in the outside. Lashley comes running and he catches him, and Drew uh suplexes him into the barricade. I thought that I thought that was really, I really, think, really cool. I think what I like about uh, Drew McIntyre's the guy. That's just it. Like he's oh the guy. He's got, he's got everything you want in a top guy. He's the, the guy. Have the crowd. Yeah, the guy. He's the guy that Roman. They want Roman to be. I think. And the thing is, he's the guy they wanted Drew McIntyre to be. Like, Drew McIntyre, like, you gotta think, uh, I mean, he beat Brock awesomely. Uh, Then he had a match with Big Show, for some reason. Then he had that fucking awesome world title match with Seth Rollins. Yeah, Money in the Bank. Yeah, and then this match, like, and and the thing is, the Lashley match and 
the Seth Rollins match are two are very different styles. Yes. Mm-hmm. He he can he can do he can do anything. He, he can, can have any kind of match. I and, also love how he looks I, like. I, I was just going to say, and and I've heard in interviews that's like one of the things he's prioritizing is when you're the champion, you got to be able to work with anybody and everybody. I love what, and that's what, what he's doing. What I love about like Drew, especially when he wins the match, he talks to the camera because he knows there's an audience, so he's camera and he's just always doing this like little commentary stuff. You know, like, I love you guys. WCW, man. I was going to say, it's as close to the WCW when they talk to you, talk yeah. to the camera during the entrances, as we're ever going to get. It's just heartbreaking that he had the huge, the hugest, if Edge didn't return at Royal Rumble, his pop would have been the fucking hugest uh, when he eliminated Brock. And the fact that he has had his title reign with no crowd, it's just heartbreaking to me. Yeah, but I mean, but he's it's still getting a great reception, which is like imagine what happens. Like, say he say he loses the title before there's a crowd, like a real crowd. Imagine what happens when he makes it back to being the contender and the pop he's going to get. And that's something I I thought about. Like, are they going to take it off him while there's no crowds? And if they do, how quickly are they? Because they'd be crazy not to put it back on him if they take it off him. This is like the exact... They they finally put it on the right member of 3MB. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I would have thought, um, out of the group you gave me, I would have thought Lashley would have been a good choice. Because you extend the Lashley and MVP versus Drew McIntyre. Um, and then you can come back around at one of the big pay-per-views and have the rematch where it's Drew versus Lashley. And you can even put a gimmick on it. You could put it in a cage or something. Or Hell in a yeah. Cell. If they build it right, yeah, Hell in the Cell would be fantastic. But that's something I've been wondering about. Will we get a Hell in the Cell pay-per-view this year if there's no show? Like, if there's no crowds? Is that one of those matches? that? Because obviously, you can't do Elimination Chamber in there. Are they going to do Hell in the Cell without a crowd? Because the Chamber wouldn't fit. The Cell could probably fit. It's just a matter of, would they do it? The thing is, they have till October. But that's what I'm, no no. But what I'm saying is, if they still have to be in the performance center, I'm saying, would they do Hell in the Cell in the performance center? I I would regardless. They probably can't. They, 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 probably, they probably would rename it to something else. I would wonder if it's they would great. do some sort of modification. Maybe instead of Hell in a Cell, it'll be like all cage matches or or or, or, it's or maybe they make a smaller cell. Or it's going to be Hell in a Cell, but on top of the building. Also, I want to say... Don't tempt them, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> I will it's it's going to be, be Hell in a Cell, but it's going to be in the ocean. And it's it's going to be, be an act- match. It's going to be an actual... Ocean. It's going to be an actual jail cell. An actual short tank match. Uh, my problem, like... Also with the Performance <laughs> Center, stop doing backstage segments. Like, they show Braun Strowman... Parking his car and walking into what looks like a dentist office. Well, no, they had to set up the car uh, for. Oh, 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 we got. We, I guess we got to move on. I guess we got to move on to possibly the worst fucking thing that happened to wrestling in a long wait, time. Wait, was the AJ promo before or after the that thing? It was before. 
So AJ comes out. He's not even on the pay-per-view with his big old Intercontinental title that they changed while I wasn't watching. Yeah. Um, and he comes out, and he's like, I'm the best champion, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, that was it. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. okay, bye, AJ. Just a reminder <laughs> that you could, I don't know, had the Intercontinental title match finals be on Backlash because they resolved it on SmackDown before yeah. Backlash. Like, I think they did to spice <clears throat> up SmackDown. But it's one of those things, like, uh, it's similar to why, like, the interim Cruiserweight Championship match was not on In Your House. Um, but I will say... I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> well, what you were saying about who's going to dethrone Drew, I don't think I think they're going to wait for a crowd. Same way why Adam Cole, I don't see him losing the NXT title until you have a crowd there. I think they're also with him gunning for that uh, record. Then again, Karrion Cross is uh, going to beat the fuck out of him. So, oh, sorry, I cussed. Again. <laughs> well, Scott's not there. He's just empty chair um but yeah, let's talk about this tag team match well it wasn't for the titles because according to commentary after the fact we're not getting a tag team title match uh, also this, shit. this also, is actual dog shit also back also the backlash wikipedia i had to google the actual like replay because the wikipedia does not even list it because it's not a match it was for the past few weeks, they've been doing this. Instead of primetime players, what, what was their name? Oh, sorry, Street Profits. Instead of Street Profits and Raider, Viking Raiders having a match, they've been doing these skits that worked for Matt Hardy and MVP like 12 years ago. Doesn't work now. It's It, it worked then because MVP and Matt Hardy are generally funny people. But the problem is... We know that the Street Profits and we know that Viking Raiders probably had no input in this. Well, and not just that. Like, it's also like the hokiness of yeah. a lot of – that's the thing. It's like just because we know it's not real doesn't mean we want it presented that way. doesn't like, mean we want know, 17 like, – like, Let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. If you went into a Marvel movie and they just like half-assed everything because they're like, huh, well, you know this isn't real, so we're going to make this as fake-looking as, 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 as hell. You wouldn't watch it. You know it's fake, but you don't want it like ex- like exposed as fake. You know what I mean? You want to wa- watch it as a real. That's the way it is with wrestling. Even if you're going to do crazy, stupid shit, you got to well, present it in some way like it's real or it's spontaneous. Here's here's what I here's what I think. <laughs> um, I think your climax was misrepresented. Uh, I think your climax of this. It should have ended when they busted up Braun Strowman's car. Yeah. You mean before everything else happened? Either you cut all that stuff out, or you put the Braun Strowman car thing towards the end and have Braun Strowman show up. Yeah. And just just wreck them all. Yeah, you don't have literal Kawasaki ninjas. You. On Kawasaki Ninjas, huh. no less. Scott, you mean you mean, you mean Tawasaki? I'm not gonna dignify that. Um, you've got a tentacle monster, so this is technically a hentai. Um, you've got pointless. It's also now linked with HP Lovecraft. 
you've got stupid flashbacks that literally have to ex- are literally there to explain why this stupid shit is happening. But like you watch it and you're like, like, oh, that's why he has a bowling ball because they went bowling that one time. Or hey, that's why he has a turkey leg because he has turkey legs. He also or, has turkey. Hey, he the, all the ladies thought he uh, thought Ivar was cute and that Eric not so much. And 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 then oh my god, all he had to do was he had the the Jess ref be like. Oh, you're cute, Ivar. There you go. The problem is, I hate the cinematic idea of, like, let's have 17 cuts in, what is this, an Aronofsky film? We can't have 17 cuts in one fucking scene. Oh, my God. It you shows, need it to shows, chill with the cuts. And then, like, it's the thing is, like, if you're going to have multiple camera angles, you have to establish cameramen. You have to establish that there's a cameraman over here. And I can't like if you watch like uh, like let's say, um, like let's say you watch total deletion established cameraman. Yeah, uh, you have that, and then you kill it by doing flashbacks, which are even further beyond belief. Well, and not only that, but like just because you have multiple camera angles doesn't mean you have to use them all. Yes, you know what I mean, like. You know, like, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You don't have to just use it because you have it, you know? Like, that was, you know, going back to what I mentioned, like, at the beginning of the show when I was really excited about Super Sentai. One of the critiques that Power Rangers Megaforce had was they had so much Sentai footage because you've got over 50 episodes of shows, and they want they burnt through 50 episodes of one show into 20 episodes of another show when they didn't need it. It didn't fix anything. It didn't help anything. It was just their... It was just to do it. You got just you have all these angles. You don't have to just use them. What did I tell you about using Power Rangers again? Yeah, well, you said the F word <laughs> like twenty times after I told you not to. So that's true. Sorry, Scott's mom. But uh, um, also, we forgot to mention that uh, apparently Ivar has thor powers where he can summon a chicken leg like mjolnir no, the force, Wade. he used the force to summon oh, the turkey. oh and then there was that the, the tentacle monster which is not from a new hope at all oh god yeah yeah, yeah. Remember, remember new hope from the 1970s yeah i i, I want to get to the i want to get to the next match hold on, hold on. so can we can we agree that it should have just kind of ended when they destroyed ron Strowman's car can we agree that they should have had a match on the pre-show and ended it? Uh, yeah, you could have also, replaced the United States match, the United States title, with this. Like, you could also, have put this on the pre-show. Also, do you remember... It was remember for the pre-show. Do you remember War Machine? Oh, you remember mean that really, like, intense tag team that was in yeah. Ring of Honor that had a Viking motif? Yeah. No, I don't and, remember And them. former IWGP tag team t- champions as well. I don't know uh, No, I don't remember them. But also, what doesn't help is you put so, this before. I do know that one of them was cute, and the other one not so much. You put this. My problem, the the biggest crime about this is you put this, the silly fucking garbage, before the greatest wrestling match ever. Can I do? Can I say I think it was actually genius to do that because no matter how good that match is, it's going to be even better compared to the garbage before it. I think that was what they thought. Honestly, I think a lot of this show was they were told to be have mediocre matches to enhance the main event. Which I think the main I think I think you would actually give 
the main event more. I think the main event was hindered so much by this tagline because everyone's like, oh, they're expecting the greatest match. Well, there's nowhere else to go but down. Realistically, realistically, the three of us knew this was not going to be the greatest match ever. But when you build something like that, it's there's nowhere else to go but down. Yeah, yeah. You might as well call it the worst wrestling match ever. Yeah, then there's nowhere else to go but up. Yeah. And what's irritating is you get all these people who going into this, yeah, there's no way this is going to be the greatest. You know, what are they even talk about? And then after the match, well, that wasn't the greatest match ever. Lame. And it's just like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, I get it. You were never, me- you were never going to enjoy this. You didn't enjoy the the tagline. You knew so going in, you knew you weren't going to enjoy this. And then they didn't, bl- they didn't change your mind. So I don't know. I, mean, I think it's stupid. I will say this may be. The greatest Randy Orton match ever. I could definitely get behind that. It was definitely the greatest match of the night. In yeah. my opinion. <laughs> yeah, it was the greatest wrestling match um, ever on Backlash 2020. Uh, I mean, the, the WWE title one was real good. I just love how they're like, we're good. after the cinematic <laughs> diarrhea of the tag team match, they're like, we're going to have, this is different because we're going to well, have. Need camera angles, and you're like, hold on, hold on. What? <laughs> uh, well, I, I'm gonna cut them some slack on the cinematic stuff because I know they're trying it, and they're trying to figure it out. They have Jeremy Borash, and that's that's what he's there to do. You know, we got the Boneyard match, we got the the Firefly House of Fun match. You notice how they're getting gradually worse? Yeah, I'm just saying, like they're trying to figure themselves out, and I'm just gonna let it go. Like I said. Like the epiphany that you guys gave me, like is yeah, that would have been a perfect pre-show match, and then bring the U.S. title to the regular show, yeah, and give them more time. Um, but for the main event, um, it's long. It's very very long. Um, and you know, as much as I, I love Edge. Like it is incredibly long. I I think you can trim a lot out of it, but I do see what they were getting. Like he, like they were both selling like hell for each other, especially Edge with the way he was <clears throat> portraying like all the facial expressions and like the little ticks with the way his body would land and how he would hold it. Like yeah. he's really pushing it, and it's re like. It, it's great, like it's 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 great wrestling, great storytelling. And Orton's just a straight up dick. And and Orton, like, I always said it, like when you get the guy motivated, yeah, like, he can he can put on great matches. He's not the most charismatic guy in the world, but when you get him going and you give him something <clears throat> to sink his teeth into, it'll be it'll be really good to great. Yeah. Yeah, once you and, give him, if you give him something motivated, he could be the greatest wrestler in the world. And and like this is, it, it's a great match. Um, it's probably not going to be the best WWE match of the year. Best uh, main roster match, maybe. <clears throat> I, I won't even like, go that far. I feel uh, like they were trying to do like a Wrestle Kingdom match. That's but the problem what it is, is. But the problem is, it's hard to do a Wrestle Kingdom match Without when the it's Tokyo WWE Dome. stuff. No, with a WWE style, which is slower. Like, <clears throat> it usually, 
for like let's say Omega and Okada, whatever, they had ebbs and flows where they're fast and then they can slow it down. But they get fast again and they slow it down. But the problem this is, is like, there's a lot of headlocks in this but one. They also, they, also also, remember, they also don't have a live crowd to work off of. They have the NXT superstars, but remember, they're there to play a role. They're not there to be actual fans. Yeah. It did, Han Scott, it did not sound like they didn't have an audience. Yeah, well, it's because it's fake, <clears throat> Wade. But here, uh, and, and, I, and I'll give you that, they didn't have a crowd to feed off of, because I think... Edge and Randy are both adept enough to adjust to a crowd and know when to slow down a moment, when to pick up a moment, uh, when they have that input. Um, the most baffling this, thing... God. I was going to say, this is like early Undertaker matches, but 45 minutes long. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like It's real slow. Uh, a lot of it. There was... One baffling thing with the piped audio that really made me confused. Because Randy's the heel. Yeah, and they had, let's go, Randy. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> what was that about? I mean, let's be real. If it was a real crowd, they would be doing that. Because how many, aside from, unless they're I wrestling Jared or Charlotte, how many chance, how many matches actually don't have a split audience? Come on. Uh, also, I think, also, it was strange. I could hear the piped audience do the wave and throw a beach ball. It's so weird. No, you know what the most amazing thing for me was? When the commentators would do commentary while their mouths weren't even moving. And near the end of the match, like the last 15 minutes, Edge and Randy Orton wrestled like credit wrestlers that I made when I was 13. They had the oh, rock like, bottom. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, can we I end this match? To be fair, Orton using the pedigree made a little bit of sense. Edge using the unprettier made sense. Edge using the rock bottom made no sense. Yeah. Um, I do like that move. Yeah, it's cool. It wasn't the rock bottom. It was the bookend because him and Booker T had that Oh my gosh. I do like the anti-venom. I like the name of that move. Yeah. Oh. Joe, I think you just saved the spot. You just saved the spot, sir. Hey man, you know, they don't call me good old producer Joe for nothing. Yeah. And then they uh call you that period. And then there was so many kickouts that Johnny Gargano was like, geez guys. Yeah. John Cena was like, guys, can you like stop? It's John Cena circa 2010 is like, guys, can you stop kicking out already? But as far as the match goes, like when you look at the story they were telling, I thought it was very well done. It went from just seeing who's the better wrestler to getting more heated to the story of Edge's injuries to just the viciousness of Orton, like the lengths he was willing to go yeah. to. So much so that like when he got to that point where like he's whispering in his ear, and I'm pretty sure he said, I'm gonna fucking kill you, motherfucker. That was the first oh. one. And then he does the one after the match, and he just like he goes on for he's like, just go home. Just go home to your wife, Beth. Yeah. And your daughters. Just and, like home. And the fact Uncle Randy says hi. I was like, damn. And the fact that it took it took two RKOs and then the punt to take him out. Yeah. And that was the goddamnedest punt kick I've seen him hit. Like, he looked like he was swinging for the fences, and he knocked it out of the park. Well, so, hold on. I'll tell you one thing. There's only, <laughs> that's the only match you're going to see the punt in all year. 
So I have a question. So okay. So at WrestleMania, Edge beat Randy Orton. Yeah. And tonight, last night, Randy Orton beat Edge. What could possibly be the rubber match? Oh, um, the spell. Well, theoretically, I yeah, I would. I Is would, it gonna be ninety minutes? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Well, apparently Edge injured his tricep, so he's yeah, gonna be he out, for be out for a while. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah, but I mean, would but put him back in time for WrestleMania. You know, like they could be like Randy Orton when he beat him, he took him out of action, and so Edge comes back, and they have one, you know, one big match. Maybe yeah, they, honestly, what I'm hearing, maybe at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, it could be a Royal Rumble WrestleMania match. Like that would be roughly that time. My prediction is tonight on Raw, Randy Orton's going to brag, and then all of a sudden Christian comes out. He's going to say. One more match. No, but I do think I do think that this is going to be a, bring a change to this character. I'm pretty sure they're going to do this thing where it's like, I won the greatest wrestling match ever. Therefore, I am the greatest wrestler ever. Blah blah blah. I Scott, think that, I wouldn't be surprised if they do that. That would be problem a lot is, of fun. The problem is the problem is Scott. You said that too fast. It's got to be. Uh, well, yeah, but we have a time limit. I am the greatest ding, ding, ding. wrestler in the, and he'll pause for the audience to boo. And then we I, cut the commercial. And then he'll drop the microphone and walk away. <laughs> and then we'll have to wait um, a whole week for him to say, I am the greatest wrestler of, drops it again. Next week, I am the greatest wrestler of all time because I won the greatest. Was he Ava Marie when SmackDown? Like she kept having the wardrobe malfunction? Allowing herself to be seduced by Randy Orton. I mean, that's what he did at the beginning of the Edge feud where he just come out and he walk away without explaining himself and they did it next week. All yeah. right, so overall, as an overall show, how would you guys rate it gr- uh, letter grade wise? C+. Plus. No, no, B minus, B minus. Actually, I was going to agree. I was going to say the C plus and the plus being the main event. I thought this was a very average show with some decent matches. Um, what the matches that were good were good. The 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 match the main event, while it didn't live up to the greatest ever, I still thought it was a damn good match. I thought it was great. Um, but like matches that didn't really deliver were just kind of. You know, they didn't really, they didn't hurt the show that much. Like I said, the matches that were good, yeah, like last, hurt, like Lashley, it didn't help or detract. Lashley and McIntyre felt like they could have did another five minutes. Like I felt like there was, it was like they were stuck in like second gear at times. Yeah, like you can go further. Token, by the same token, I do like the shorter pay per view lengths. So, oh my God, yeah, it ended at 10 o'clock. Holy shit. Yeah, it was nice being able to actually go to sleep. Well, Joe didn't go. Joe, Joe did. Joe did. I mean, Joe went to sleep during the women's match. What about yeah. you, Joe? Um, What's your I, I'd give it. I'd give it a C. Um, it's like most of it is like decent. Like, like there are matches that I could expect to be like on Raw, on a good Raw, um, but like. Nothing really stands out most of, on most of them. They're they're kind of boring for the most part. Um, I mean, nothing, the... nothing stands out. Nothing's bad, uh, which is good. Like there's nothing that's just outright horrible. Like I don't I don't hate the cinematic match as much as you guys do, 
Um, no, I don't hate the cinematic matches. I hate this cinematic match. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I don't hate this cinematic match as much as you guys do. Oh, I thought you said you don't hate cinematic matches. I was going to say, no, I, oh. I enjoy them. No, I this like one. one this I one, I did not. Scream Adam Cole one either. I didn't hate this one as, as much as you guys do. Although I do agree that you could have easily swapped this with the U.S. title match and give the U.S. title a little bit more time. Um, I thought the Lashley-McIntyre match was really, really good. And I thought and it could have easily headlined a pay-per-view. Um, and then the Edge-Randy Orton match, while being very good, I felt overstayed its welcome um, at times. And it could have easily shaved a good bit of time off. Um, but for as long of a match as it is, it's it's still, like, it's not as unbearable as some of those Triple H matches. So, I mean, I'm going to give it an average, like, C, just because, like, you have two really good matches, and then the rest of them are a real average. Um, but nothing stands out to me as, as like... Uh, you know, some great stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I could see why they threw Edge and Randy Orton onto the show last second uh, because of just look who's available. Um, so I, I could see why that happened, too. Nah. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this week's show. Uh, you know, we hope you enjoyed the enjoyed yourself we hope if you watch backlash you enjoyed the show uh let us know your thoughts on that let us know your thoughts on the uh the current console generation uh if you're interested in you know as we mentioned earlier you know watching one piece on netflix or anime in general super sentai power and whatever you know let us know about it. let us know your thoughts what you'd like to maybe you know maybe you'd like us to talk about a little more that's you know that's fair but let us know your thoughts on uh backlash and the current console generation as well uh, or the upcoming generation, I should say. And uh, Wade's going to tell you where you can go ahead and do that. Tell them all about it, Wade. You can follow us on Twitter, MinCondishMCP. You can follow us on Instagram, MinCondishProductions. You can follow us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash MinCondishProductions. That's right. And Wade and I also have our band, Meteor King. We're on the web, MeteorKing.BandCamp.com. You can find links to all of our social media, our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, uh, SoundCloud, Reverb Nation, it's all there. You can purchase digital copies of our music. You can also purchase physical merch as well. You can get T-shirts, CDs, patches, pins, whatever. Um, and if you order, um, if you order anything physical, you're going to get a Meteor King sticker, either the die cut pink logo or the uh, Ghoul Patrol mini sticker. And also, uh, we still have some of our uh, police brutality, anti-police brutality T-shirts. Uh, you can you can purchase one of those as well. Uh, just message the band, message Wade, message myself, Johnny, Ronnie, or Mitten Kandish, and uh, we'll uh, we'll get you hooked up uh, with one of those shirts. Uh, all the proceeds are going to uh, Black Vision Collective, and uh, along with the T-shirt, you're also going to get a matching sticker as well that you can put up wherever you want, do whatever you want with it. I'm not telling you what to do, um, but yeah, so. That's how where you can get uh, all that stuff. And uh, Joe, what you got for us? We have a YouTube page at youtube.com slash Productions. 
And uh, right there, you can get all of our video output, uh, including you know B movie dens. Uh, you know, there's the the shorts that that we do here and there, and uh, there's the Criterion connections that are all on there. And um, also with the shorts, they're on Vimeo at vimeo.com/slash/makingdishproductions as well. But if you want everything, you got to go to the YouTube page. You got to hit subscribe. Uh, and, you know, be real nice if you comment on the videos and, and like them and share them with your friends. Because uh, that's that's how the channel grows. And it, it obviously adding the share portion of this to the plugs has done pretty good. Because, uh, you know, the channel keeps growing pretty pretty steadily. So. All right. Yeah. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this week's show. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we hope to see you next time. Until then, I'm Scott Bot Savage, along with... Sorry, Brad. And... Sleepy Joe. Reminding you, as always, to keep it clean. Keep it sleepy. But most importantly, you got to keep it... Keep it... Sleepy. Mid- 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 oh, I meant to miss